Alright, my check one two. This is conscious of crazy. Conscious being the innocence of knowing what was what is right and what's wrong versus a mentally unsound mind. Crazy. Am I conscious or am I crazy? That's the question. Um I got a I got a once again another great guest for uh, the platform. Brother found you on IG. I love what you what you, the information you provide for the people. Going to uh, provide uh, going to introduce yourself for the people and we can get started. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Appreciate you, yeah. Yeah, man, uh, <laughs> yeah, my phone been all over the place. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I feel like the government might be tapping me, but <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but, yeah, let's see. Yeah, man, shoot, I guess we should go on there and jump into it, man. Um, so, yeah, how, what was your reaction and um about, you know, Kobe Bryant and, you know, and we can get, and this ties into predictable programming, the family ain't aware of, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? So, going there to elaborate for the people, like, we can tie it in and jump into it like that. Uh, well, you know, from the African world, yeah. being an African, right? Um, I understand that Kobe Bryant is a Yeah. 
Beijing, Africa. Yeah. Entertainers, you know what I'm saying? They, they, uh, they are exactly they people just like us. But you know, yeah, like I, I seen some people, you know, of course all the posts, like probably that's all that's all you seen on the timeline and everybody's IGs and, but yeah, I seen some brother, he, he just changed his whole profile picture to Kobe. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is an individual. I mean, also you look at it like this, we don't even know this brother. <laughs> it's like some people don't even know him, but yeah. Like yeah, it's definitely something to think about. Definitely. These are the same people, though. When you uh, when you look at their profile, you go through their videos and their photos. These are the same people a week ago who were wishing death on Oprah Winfrey. Mm. And you know, it's funny. They were wishing death on Oprah Winfrey uh, last week. You know, for her connection with um, uh, Ryan. Yeah. Who's a, a, a pedophile. Yeah. And a racist, Trash. You know? and yeah. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how you feel about Oprah and you know and like the family feeling like she turned the back? I feel like I don't really. Do you feel Oprah's for the you know for the people? <laughs> so, I don't. Okay. Definitely. You know, Oprah is never for the people. Exactly. So she can't turn her back. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, exactly. You point on black empowerment or black this or black that. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't think she turned her back. I just think she was just, she worked who she was. Yeah. And people, uh, people don't realize, like, that's, like, a key reason why Kobe, you know, had to... He switched from, you know, 8 to 24 because of that reason, that, that case he had to face. You know what I'm saying? And um, and uh, it was also a video of other, other opposing lady, you know, rapping on stage about Kobe so-called raping her. I just feel like the situation, and we've seen it before with Tyson, you know, Tyson, you know what I'm saying? He literally said, like, I just wish I raped some damn body. <laughs> it's like, I'm in prison for not raping nobody, and you know. It is you know it's a catch it's a catch twenty two you know what I'm saying I, I feel like yeah it's it's a trend of that culture in this in this country you know the rape culture but yeah well, gonna well it, it, it's, it's definitely not a catch twenty two okay to a certain degree okay it's basically who you align yourself with that's right? true okay so uh, one of my favorite artists Tupac Tupac all right. Yeah. Um, but there's a theory that was 
Definitely, uh, I definitely believe that's true because um, I got some friends, you know, um, like I brought that up. I said, hey, I question everything. Y'all better open your eyes. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, stop with that conspiracy-ish. It's like, all right, <laughs> you see. And then that video, some one of my friends sent it to me and then you posted it as well. Like, ain't that a coincidence? And then all the, you know, other forms of the predictable programming we overlook. And that was, that video or that show was 2017. <laughs> And yeah, crashing the cope. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So yeah, how did you find that? Did you just uh, just randomly met it? Like yeah, cause my homie was digging. Like we was all talking about it. Like it, it don't even sound right. His death. Yeah, going to. That's insane, cause like people don't understand. Like, it's like, oh, damn, why was Kobe in a helicopter? Like, uh, I was listening to an interview of Kobe talking about. It's like, yo, traffic is jammed. You know, I need a faster way to, cause he, you know, if you don't know about Kobe, he was a perfectionist. You know what I'm saying he's a wannabe Michael Jordan to me, but but people people want to talk about it. But um, I feel like he was a perfectionist, and um, he wanted you know quick access to the gym, and you know what I'm saying he so he he, he chose the route of helicopters. Cause you know LA traffic is terrible. I heard so to transport he used a helicopter back and forth. So 
that was his connection using helicopters. Like, damn, why was Kobe in a helicopter? Like, he loved helicopters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said it himself in the interviews. But yeah, um, I mean, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean it, it, we're talking about yeah. Um, conspiracy theories. We can go real deep into that rabbit hat. Oh yeah, um, gonna. <laughs> we're, we're talking about just the the uh, amount of him going back and forth in a helicopter. Yeah. You know, um, the proximity of something happening was eventually like something was gonna happen. Maybe it, it could have been a small amount, but it could have been maybe you know they had to land emergency. Okay, but this, yeah. Chamberlain Heights. It was on Comedy Central 2016. November 16, 2016. Check it out before they take the video down of Kobe crashing in a helicopter. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Conscious is crazy. Definitely don't be shocked if the Lakers win the championship this year, by the way. It's all a game. Stay woke, family. Stay woke. You know, uh, political anything. Yeah. Like, the, the only thing he did, like, might have been political. Like, I seen a picture of him and uh, Nipsey wearing um, Trayvon Martin T-shirts. So, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, yeah, that, that was actually, if you're actually going to look at that picture, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. It was actually nine months after I was doing that picture, too. Mm-hmm. Go look up at this. This was nine months after him making a statement about Trayvon previously. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up, yeah. And so, yeah, people got with him about that. And then now he tried to, you know, I was PR'd his way out of the situation by wearing the shirt and meeting with Trayvon Martin's father. This actually put that up, by the way. Uh, rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. And he rectified and apologized for his comments. But that was just too awful. Same thing when he wore the shirt. Yeah, I can't breathe. Yeah, um, I can't breathe shirt, sure. yep. Gematria numbers and etc. Because it's, it's some mathematics people don't want to people don't know about. Yeah. I, I try to not get too deep into that. Yeah. Take you down a rabbit hole, and I know it's it a is a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. When they get into that stuff, they miss the whole concept. Like I get people that don't argue me about the stuff. I'm talking about that. 
Yeah. So food for thought yeah and then like we got so many trends of like the predictable program and uh, I know you probably hip to you know how the Simpsons predicted everything like oh like oh how how could they know it's like talking about years in advance things like that even like the rigged elections they they showed that on the episode it's uh it's definitely some food for thought definitely but yeah it's this uh white supremacy thing people don't understand and yeah well Okay. February 16th, uh, 2020, and uh, it's going to be me, me and a brother named Quasi out of Dallas, and it's being put together by uh, Cody Black okay. uh, out of Atlanta, their group out of Atlanta. Um, and the, the, the lecture is going to be based off of uh, Ma'afa, which is the great disaster of African people, okay. and Sankofa, which is going to be my portion, which is the returning back to our African selves. Yeah, definitely, we need and, that, yeah. Got that he book. Says, yeah, he says, once you control a man's thinking, you don't have to worry about his actions. Exactly. Yep. And so, you know, we have to start looking at psychology from that perspective. It's not about understanding why you are the way you are. It's about understanding what created you to be the way that you are. Mm. And that's the real essence of psychology. Man, that's deep, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, and then I got The Souls of Black Folks as well, you know, a couple books. And then uh, Nigger by Dick Gregory. It's a lot of food for thought, definitely. Um, definitely, man. Yeah. And um, books like uh, the ISIS, uh, the ISIS papers. Or, yeah, like yeah. It's it's definitely um, it's definitely something to think about. And yeah, man. Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. Very very deep books, man. Uh, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing. Uh, she was the first person to introduce the idea of black men. Um, and I say globally, but she said in the United States, okay. uh, black men 
Mm, yeah, baby know, boy, baby that, boy, classic yeah, film. Well, for the culture, yeah. <laughs> baby boy, yeah, yeah, we crib, exactly. Like, yeah, it's definitely metaphors that connect there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess since you brought up baby boy, I guess what what do you think? Uh, what's the direction we need to do to grow our mental? And um, I guess even sorry about that. What's up? So what do you think we need to do as a as a people as as black men, you know, to you know, get these distractions out of our out of our ways, you know, stop falling in love with these celebrities like Jay Z and et cetera that, you know, about self, you know, not about the people, but what could benefit themselves. But uh, what do you feel like we got to do as a as a people? Well, first first of all, we have to want to unplug from the matrix. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of us really don't want to unplug. Oh, yeah. We have that baby boy syndrome. Yeah. And so what happens is we just get used to having white people provide jobs to us, you know, uh, provide the cell phones, the cars. You know, all we got to do is go to work, come home, go to work, come home, and then we're able to afford these things, right? Yeah. And so we have not been producers in society. The only thing, exactly. like uh, John Lee Clark says, the only thing that we have produced is sweat. Mm, you know, whether yep. you be on a basketball court, or a football court, mm. on a football field, or a tennis court, that's the only thing we produce is sweat. Yeah, and, they, and sweat really doesn't, once you wipe it away, it really doesn't equate to anything. Yeah. Right? This is why you have so many black maidens in America, and it doesn't equate to anything beneficial for the for the rest of society. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like so we, the first thing we have to do is want to unplug from the matrix. Yeah. Then when we unplug from the matrix, we must separate from our molesters. And I say molesters because you cannot heal in the same place you got sick at. Exactly. It's impossible. Yeah. That's like saying, um, I was molested by my father, but I'm going to live in the same house with my father. Exactly. That molestation physically may stop, but I'm still being tormented. Stockholm Syndrome. Every time I'm around this person. Yeah. yeah. So we must also separate from the people. That means the Asians, the Arabs, the East Indians, the Hispanics, because they enslaved us too, and and the European. Yeah. A lot of times we get stuck on the European, and we forget that we got other enemies exactly. out here who are designed to destroy us. So we must separate from For, those. Yeah, people. liquor stores. You know, got the Arabs running that. You know, we like that's why if, if I buy wine, I'm gonna support that black business. I know. You know, if I buy wine, if I want to buy alcohol, you know, but yeah, like, yeah, that's what it's all about. We got to disconnect. And you know I'm saying I was talking to a friend of mine and like, say, like, yo, hey, yo, you got some black queens, you know, you can set me up with. Cause it's like, it's like, nah, I have no black. It's like, no, it's like, damn, that's sad. It's like, it's like, she, she all Americanized and that saddens me. You know what I'm saying? She, I mean, yeah, like college, college, college can even do that to, to you sadly. Like, and, um, I was listening to something. Uh, well, actually, Crumb Snatcher. I'm saying um, salute to him. Um, he uh, he mentioned how you know, just because you got locks, that don't mean you got knowledge itself, or you for the people, or you. Know what I'm saying, and just because you got a pern, don't mean you don't know anything. You know what I'm saying, paraphrasing, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a disconnect. And some people, you know, their alarm clock, you know. Is on snooze, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to stay on snooze until they realize it is a matrix. That wasn't just a movie. It was a metaphor like a mug. (laughs) 
You know what I'm saying? And um, people still don't decode the Bible either. Like they really take it for word to word. But yeah. she wrote Terminator I think one of the Terminator films too like yeah she uh she was on it and then um of course she sued but they already made trillions off her work you know what I'm saying it's it's how they it's how they do us I'm saying we do the work and they they get the bag or the money you know what I'm saying and um that kind of leads into like reparations as well like what's your opinions on there and then we can just keep building on this conversation Exactly. Um, we have been disenfranchised as a global people, but if you're referring to more of the ADOS uh, Foundation of Black oh, America, no. reparations, of course, of course, um, you know the brothers in America uh, deserve uh, reparations. That's that's hands down. Um, but for me, as an African, one who wishes to honor their ancestors, I will not beg or even ask the oppressor for something that I should exactly. take in blood. Take yeah. segregation and all that like what Booger T and what Marcus was saying like yeah like they was on point and uh salute to Dr. Clyde Clyde Anderson like and um he pretty much he pretty much summed it up like we gotta rebuild those structures like we gotta and uh he touched on how we don't have a black community as we know what happened to those black thriving successful communities concentrating them burning down like consistently like they let us know they don't like us consistently, and like like we said, Stockholm syndrome. So, right, let's 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 try to. <laughs> I know I'm sick. Let me, let me not get away from the person that got me sick, the virus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me just try to do my own thing, and the virus just leave me alone eventually. Like we've been living with the virus and expecting things to get better, and the virus is doing what the virus is doing. The, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Being sick often creates a codependency. Yeah, codependency. So, yep. Yeah, so when you're sick, whether it be cancer or the flu, you need someone else to take care of you. Exactly. You know, you need someone else to make you some soup. You need someone else to go get you some orange juice. You know, and so that's what being sick does to you. But also another problem is most of us don't know we're sick. Mm-hmm. Because most, most sickness comes from internal. Internal. It comes from psychological, you know, internal issue. It comes from an a, a internal issue with your kidney or internal issue with your heart. The things that kill you the most are the things that you can't see. Mm. And so, uh, a lot of times, most of us don't know we're sick until we already did. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, 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 and this is, you know, I'm not a biblical person. I don't necessarily believe in the Bible, but, you okay. know, 
uh, several times. There are some great proverbs, you know, some great instructions we can take from the Bible. Mm-hmm. And and one of them, and one of them, um, which I'm sure most of us all know, is that you know our people perish from lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so most of us are um, are ignorantly sick. Mm-hmm. And we're okay being ignorantly sick, and that's what kills us the most. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's too much of that. Like, but we are constantly given the brands and and like we constantly given to this distraction, you know, by Gucci over, you know, over any other, you know, yeah, it's like Gucci over everything, money over everything. Like, yeah, we, we lost that identity, you know, but yeah, we definitely have, I, I feel like in this country, yeah, we, we've been, we've been had that identity crisis and uh, we expect the oppressor to, you know, you know, actually help get our identity back or help, you know, help us, period, like, say, nah, we the one enslaved you mentally, <laughs> it's like, it's like, we did our job, good, it's like, it is like, people don't understand that, and people, you know what I'm saying, it's gonna be, it's, I feel like it's just gonna be that same 15% of folks like us, you know, individuals like us that, that get it, get, wow, 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 you, you give a big number there, you really think it's 15%? <laughs> yeah, oh, nah, nah, <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe even 5%, Five percent, maybe. I'm being nice, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, you was being generous, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. Um, so uh, what's been? I, your... I think if we get the, I think if we get the seven percent, we'll be lucky, and we can make difference with seven percent. But I definitely think in the world population of African people, that means on the continent, that mm. means in the Caribbean, that means in North, Central, South America. And the little parts of African people spread in China and uh, Australia, wherever we are, yeah. I think that there are only at least 5% of us who are really 5%. aware of what's going on yeah. and who are really actively trying to change what is going on. Some of us may think that we are aware, right? Yeah. And then things like this with Kobe Bryant happen, and then you see how much we're not aware of what's going on. Yeah. Seven percent, yeah, it's definitely five percent. I agree with that. Yeah. And, and, and I want to be clear on this: I'm not Mr. Conscious, Mr. Woke. I don't know everything. Exactly, me either. Uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite scholars is Nelly Fuller. Okay. And you know, every time they ask Nelly Fuller something, you know, they say, "How you doing, Mr. Fuller?" And he said, "I'm still learning." Still learning. And you know, he, he always says, "I'm still learning." And so one day someone asked another, "Why do you always say that you're still learning?" He said, "Because every day, yeah." Until you die. So he said, he said, every day as a black person, you should be learning something. Yeah. That should be your response. If somebody asks you, how are you doing? You say, I'm still learning. I'm still learning, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's a lot of things I picked up. It's like, okay, look up to W.B. Du Bois. Like, all right, he was low-key, like high-key against what Marcus Garvey was doing or trying to do. 
I found out that it's like, damn, it's like, why the hell did I get this book again? <laughs> it's like, right. but, but yeah, it's well, like, you know, you're gonna, you know, um, the boys, you know, he had his fault. Yeah, um, and I, I, I'll give him the respect to say that he was probably one of the greatest 19th century scholars Definitely. that we that we've had. Um, and you know, even at the end of his lifespan, he said, you know, I realized that I was the white man's nigga. Mm, you know, I was yeah. played for a fool. Mm. And, um, you know, so he began to, uh, or previously he wrote about double consciousness, which is probably one of the greatest psychological phenomena that he has came up with, mm. or anybody has came I up with. I look into that, yeah. Yeah, double consciousness. Basically what double consciousness is, excuse me, double consciousness is basically you view the world the eyes of your pressure, right? You view your hair texture, your your skin color, your relationship problem. You do every, you see everything through the eyes of white people, mm. and so therefore you judge everything through the eyes of white people. We say things like my nappy hair. We say things like, "Oh, you black ass, get your black ass out of here." Yeah. You know, none of all of our all of our jokes start with black ass. Mm. You know, and you don't hear white people saying, "Oh, you white ass." Exactly. You know, you, yeah. you, you know, that devil stuff. Yeah. You know, 